everyone. So today we'll be speaking on skin health. everyone, welcome back to the Health Pod. Today we're joined with our entire team. Just a reminder, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe and turn on the notifications so you won't miss any future episodes. First, before we dive into our topic, what do you guys think about healthy skin? Ideally, I think with social media and everything, healthy skin is skin that is free of blemishes, no acne scars, no acne, just like beautiful radiant skin. You know, it's celebrities and stuff and especially like snapchat right snapchat filters really help you take away all of the blemishes you have mm-hmm. i've heard of like news articles where people actually take those pictures and then go to their salon or whatever and then say you know or like a doctor like a dermatologist and say i want to look like this make me look like this you know so the, they these social media apps really give you like a um, unrealistic expectations of your own skin skin you know it's, it's just your skin at its best right I mean at least you yeah. hope that the filter is that but it's not necessarily that it changes your face shape yeah and all of it that changes yeah. lots of the lips and changes your eye colors there's so many more things that they add on but we just notice the skin being clear clear yeah. and no pores no acne marks like yeah. healthy skin should be Free of acne, acne marks, pores, and then again. Yeah, so that is actually our first phase. Flawless skin is healthy skin. So that's what most people believe. There's so much happening inside our skin. So you, you guys know the epidermis is the outer layer of the skin. So there's another layer underneath it called the dermis, right? So that's where all the magic happens. We have all the sweat glands, the hair follicles, the blood vessels, the collagen. And there's so much of things that's happening inside the dermis to make us look how we look right now, right? So I think people don't appreciate like what's happening inside our body and how we like, you know, demean ourselves so much by just looking at the outside. Right. So like the the debunking of the myth there is that just because you have acne or other scars or blemishes doesn't mean that your skin isn't doing what it's meant to do. Yeah. Also, I think when it comes to this myth, you have to consider how other things about your life affects how your skin works, right? Like sleep, um, water, drinking enough water, and all the other things that your skin needs to work at its best is also important to consider here. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just a little <laughs> giggly because we gave Melissa... <laughs> A goal last time to drink. How is that going? Which I don't (laughs) I am drinking water, obviously, like way more than I used to. Okay, that's good. To be honest, I do feel a change in my skin. Before, I used to have like my skin, especially over the nose, it was so dry. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now, with the whole water intake, that's all going away. Just curious, is the soda intake still the same? Uh, No, less. Very less. You don't have space for that anymore? No. Okay. Okay. So what about the second myth, Randala? So the second myth is actually you only need sunscreen on sunny days. What do you guys think about it? Personally, I wear sunscreen only when we go on trips and then we go to the beach. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, when I go about my normal day-to-day life and activities, even though I know I'm going outside, doesn't it? necessarily mean that I'm inside a building 
I still don't apply. Yeah, just because you think sunscreen helps protect you against the sun. And when you have this perception that you're not going to be exposed to the sun for that long, you don't use it, right? And that's something it's like, even I believe, even though it's a myth, like it's Mm -hmm. like, I believe as in I do it in my life. It's not that I believe in the myth. It's just that it's become a practice at this point. But one time... I remember someone telling me, you have to wear sunscreen even during the winter time here. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what? Why? Because usually it's really gloomy. But I guess Mm -hmm. the point of it is that the the UVB rays still penetrate through the the atmosphere. So actually the thing is this, right? So there are like three rays from the sun, like UVA, B and C. So C doesn't really, UVC rays don't really penetrate the Earth's surface because it's already blocked by the ozone there. So we have the UVA and B rays. So UVA rays have a longer wavelength, right? So they penetrate up to our dermis. So UVA rays are not like, they're not like the UVB rays. The UVB rays are actually called the burn rays because they're the ones who actually that give you the burn, burns your skin and gives us a tan. But UV areas can just be there on like a gloomy day, or you don't just you don't, you don't feel it as much as you do when the UV rays hit you. So it can penetrate through windows, like even cars, right? It doesn't. It's like the light we get. You don't really realize it hitting you, but it's just there. So it actually does affect our skin. So both UVA and B rays are dangerous. So it causes skin cancers and wrinkling and rashes and all of that. So we can't really wear sunscreen just on sunny day because we are getting exposed to UV areas even on just normal gloomy days. So even when you're at home, you're supposed to wear sunscreen. If you're, if you're in a room where there's a lot of light coming in, you're still supposed to wear sunscreen. I saw this tweet recently, which was, um, which was talking about why is sunscreen becoming such a big deal now when our grandparents or the generations before that were completely fine without it and they were just walking about doing their thing and not a whole lot of people had it. Um, One of the responses to that were, who do you think the studies were done on? That was one. (laughs) I thought that was a little harsh. But the other point of this, which connects to like larger social issues is um, global warming and the fact that the ozone layer is depleting so the there are some some radiation that the ozone layer protected us from whereas now that it's depleting the the impact of of certain types of radiations as well as what we need to protect ourselves is becoming higher and higher as well so just within the larger context we also need to work on global warming and everything else but on an individual level to protect your your skin as well as like aging if like if diseases seem a little far-fetched that's the time of type of bias but you still don't want your skin looking wrinkly and aging really fast maybe sunscreen is good so i yeah. think like at this point then you should consider sunscreen as almost like your moist like another type of moisturizer mm-hmm. so like we tend to put moisturizer every day mm-hmm. so yes yeah. You just have to think of sunscreen as another layer that you have to put every day when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. 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 So moving on to our third myth, which is people with darker skin don't need sunscreen. 
Okay, I've heard that like a multiple times. What about you guys? Um, well, I've heard the opposite just because um, as a dark skinned person, I've just been asked to wear sunscreen to prevent becoming darker, right? That kind of makes intuitively, it makes sense, mm -hmm. right? So like whenever I go on for like a sports meet or like going to the swimming pool and stuff, it's just it was a requirement of me to like wear sunscreen, like it's a natural protection. So I've kind of heard the opposite, but I've also heard of the fact that um, darker skinned people are more protected against um, UV radiation and therefore has a less likelihood of developing skin cancer when they're exposed to the sun. So maybe that is another layer to that myth that adds it. I've heard of the myth where like, if you are a person of color, you don't have to wear um, sunscreen. And I think within the context of like South Asia um, with, with the obsession of like lighter skin and skin lightening and all of that, the reason why they want you to wear sunscreen is very different than like health reasons. Yeah. Like it's not promoted in the sense for your health, for anti-aging purposes, wear this. But I have heard that darker skin people um, are better protected against. Uh, yeah, especially like Nishi said, in South Asia, sunscreen is given to especially girls and women because they expect women to be of a certain color. And if you are of a darker skin, I don't know, there's this whole misconception that you don't look good enough or you don't basically meet the standards of someone else's. I don't know. It's just, I think it's just in South Asia, but yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly. I mean I think it might be proliferating throughout the world, but it's like very, I feel like concentrated in South Asia just because mm -hmm. we are really close to the equator. You can't do anything about being dark, you yeah. know, but, um, you know, like those creams, like Fair and Lovely. Um, mm -hmm. So like the whole name of it as well, like kind of speaks to the standards we put on ourselves. Mm -hmm. I feel like it might, I think it's the, like an issue like around the world like even east asia there is a constant kind of need to be fair of so i think the sun um sun like you know there's a connection between that but it's not mainly related to health like nature said yeah so the thing is like our skin has both the types of melanin both eumelanin and pheomelanin eumelanin is actually related to the darker tones while the pheomelanin is related to the much lighter tones our skin tone is basically a ratio between these two types the darker skin tone people do have some level of protection against the uv rays but not as much as like you wouldn't get skin cancer because you're dark right mm -hmm. because like there have been studies that have been done and especially in the u.s and they like they found out that from 70 percent of non-hispanic black people 14% of them were actually like prone, like they were getting uh, like no, they were getting burned from like the sun UV rays, but they were not aware of the fact that they were able to get skin cancer because they had that notion that okay, we are black, so we are not gonna get skin cancer, so it's okay for us to like, you know, get burnt in the sun or like it's not the sunscreen is not gonna affect us. Yeah, so with that, I think some of the studies also talk about how how that relates to systemic racism and how 
because because there are these like ideas where people of color um, don't need to wear sunscreen. And I think that people in healthcare would know that that's not the case. Um, but a lot of studies also identify the fact that people of color get diagnosed with types of skin cancer late and, and therefore their mortality rates are higher because it's difficult to treat them because the, the cancer has progressed a lot. And some of it is probably the idea that people have that they can't be getting it because that's this myth and therefore they might not be going to their health care providers to get treated. The other part is also a lot of the teachings in healthcare are usually on, on skins with lighter colors and therefore a part of a person with a lighter color is different to how it might present in people with different other shades of colors. So like that's another social issue which needs to be solved but Sunscreen is is for everyone and not just people with specific types of skin tone. So with that, we can move on to our fourth myth, which is chocolate causes acne. Okay, and the oily food. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yes. Okay. I have heard that like so much. Like when I was like a kid, like a teen, I used to have like a really bad like acne problem. Like I used to like think more than twice before I ate chocolate or like you know like I used to hear it from like my relatives oh my god you're eating too much of chocolate I guess and stuff like that no like it was like a huge thing because I love chocolate mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and ironically they said that when we were during our pubertal years so every time we eat chocolate <laughs> we get pimples but it's not because of chocolate yeah, because exactly. we are going through puberty yeah yeah I think that's why the myth is a bit more famous because it's always said during pubertal uh, period. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there are a lot of people that go through teenage acne, but there's also adult acne, which I started getting last year. I don't know if it was the stress because of the pandemic or whatnot, but that was so odd to me because I hadn't heard of adult acne before. Like you think you go through puberty, that's when your hormones change you're done with acne when you enter your like early 20s but no that's not it yeah so the thing is acne is actually when hair follicles get trapped with dead cells and oil and when microorganisms overgrow them so it's supposed to get acne and on top of that our hormones and our genetics also has a major role there to play right so chocolate doesn't necessarily you know you can't pinpoint them chocolate alone and say that chocolate alone causes acne or eating too much of chocolate causes acne okay maybe on the day we eat chocolate like for us females we have a period right so obviously our like our hormones fluctuate so we are we are prone to get acne on some days of the month and some days we're going to have clear skin so maybe we eat chocolate on a day that our hormones are like acting like really high or something and we get acne so we think that chocolate I had a chocolate just yesterday so um that that would have been the reason I am having it and when I was like doing research on this topic what I found was that there's no one research that has been done like not I couldn't find publications that was done alone on chocolate and like that says that chocolate causes acne Mm -hmm. but what they say is when you have a healthy diet it 
does so much for your body and re- in return it does so much for your skin so a healthy diet is good for your body as well as your skin which is like a major part of your body yeah well a lot of like nutrition studies too is like very difficult to come up with causal relationships as with like mortal sciences um research like to come with a causal relationship you'd have to isolate people in like <laughs> something and really control what they're eating and yeah. then like account for genetics and whatnot and that's not ethical so but certain foods can trigger people in different ways example like when your body reacts to something say you have an anything unless an allergy because that's very um very exaggerated response your body has um but like if you have intolerances your body must be fighting against that and maybe those triggers could also reflect on your skin because your skin can show um show signs of certain types of things that your body is fighting against certain types of diseases and all of that so that could also be a response to a trigger of certain foods that you're having but that's very personal and you need to figure out what your body is intolerant to and what it's not and it's a little difficult there are so many myths regarding skincare skin health and the myths make it really difficult for us to actually identify certain signs our skin is showing which could indicate an underlying disease mm-hmm. for example uh there's uh, we all know about diabetes mm-hmm. and diabetes has this a uh, way of causing skin pigmentation so especially around your neck and your armpits it could get hyperpigmented meaning it could look a bit blackish mm-hmm. so that's actually an indication of an underlying medical condition and sometimes people tend to ignore all of this because of all these myths and skincare routines and and all the new things that have been going on right now because of the development in social media Media. so i guess it's important to know what myths are and what actual facts are so that we could listen to the signs our body body shows us in terms of recognizing diseases so that we could prevent future complications true yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so that uh, those are the four main myths so to sum up uh, what we discussed the first one was flawless skin is healthy skin which is not the case healthy skin at the end of the day is skin that does its job well and a second myth was that you need sunscreen on sunny days only which is not the case because you are likely to ex- get exposed to uv rays which can penetrate even on cloudy days so if you're going out or if you're in a room that's getting constantly exposed to uv uv rays just wear sunscreen regardless of whether it's a sunny day or a cloudy day right and a third myth was darker skin people don't need sunscreen which is again not the case because regardless of your skin tone the uv rays act on you the same so just wear your sunscreen and um, the fourth myth that we spoke about was chocolate causing acne which is again something that we can debunk because chocolate alone cannot cause acne so there are so many other factors that that contribute uh, for the causing of acne so you should always have, remember to have a healthy balanced diet so that it helps not only your body but also your skin so we've reached the end of our episode thank you so much for listening to us if you guys like this please make sure to like and subscribe and we'll see you